Welcome back, gentlemen, getting together for another Thursday night Chumash and Shalans here in Somerton, Philadelphia. It's a schuss to be for bringing all together, to be wrapping up another week in, in such a wonderful way. Can't think of a better way in such wonderful, wonderful company over here. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, our guests, our regulars, of course, our irregulars, everybody's here tonight. And uh, a beautiful prelude we had to the Chumash and Shalans here. A on Maseches Kedushin, we were just zeichet to hear from our very own Lior, Thank you very much, Leo. What a, a beautiful. Uh, Hashem should give him a nice zibug. Hashem should give him the schuz to, 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 to finish many, many more sechtas, make more siyumim. And, and what a better way to have a chumash and shalt and siyum celebration tonight than over a bowl of. of uh, this is Rabbi Maskowitz is now. Shalt, um, as we've had that for the last couple of months. We were always zeichet to have Rabbi Aronson's award winning shalt, as everyone knows. He has. You know, uh, three years in a row, the blue ribbon from um, Bucks County, the Bucks County Fair, uh, blue ribbon award for the best chant was given to Rabbi Aronson three years in a row. Rabbi Maskowitz is up against very stiff competition. He was unable to enter his challenge um, in Bucks County, but he has, he has the not the blue ribbon. He got the red ribbon in the Allegheny County Fair. <laughs> And he's working his way up. He's working his way up. As Hashem Yisbarach. But I think everyone would agree this is at least worthy of the red ribbon in the Allegheny County Fair. This yes, chant, yes. Delicious. Okay, it's delicious. We'll pass on to Rabbi Maskus. Anyway, um, enough about chant. Let's get to the. We can't, you know. We, we're up against the Zager. That's right. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Five points. Uh, time for the Kishkas. That's right. Time for the Kishkas over here. So uh, the Kishkas this week is Parshas Voera. Voera is what's on the menu, and. Uh, we can't really get into Parshas Ba'era without getting into the, the Makkas, but before the Makkas, I think we should start with the, what's at the beginning of Ba'era. Okay, let's let's go back to the beginning. Hopefully there'll be time to get into the Makkas also. The Ma'arechas HaMakkas, the system of Makkas, of course, is in this week's Parsha of the first seven. But before that, these Parshas are, 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 we have Rabbeinu Shmuel here with us, you know, and, and when we have Rabbeinu Shmuel, we, we have to talk about numbers. A lot of numbers come into play already in this week's Parsha. Um, we have the ten Makkas, the first seven out of the ten, and the Makkas break themselves down also into different systems. We'll have that, Bez Hashem. But the first number we encounter in this week's Parsha is what? What's the first number in Vayro? The number four. Number four. Why four? Because we have the four expressions of redemption. The Arbol Hashem is the Geula. That's the beginning of the first Aliyah of Parsha's Vayro. The four expressions of redemption. Lachain Emor Livnei Yisrael says the Rebbein Shem Tamaisha tell Klai Yisrael Ani Hashem I'm a God. Vaitzaisi Eschem Itachasiblois Mitzrayim. I shall redeem you. I, I'm sorry. Let's translate this. Try to make this an accurate translation. I shall take you out from the civilized Mitzrayim, from the, the burdens, the hardships of Egypt. Vaitzalti Eschem Avaydosam. I shall save you from their servitude. The goalti eschem bezrayin atuya. I shall redeem you with an outstretched arm. Uveshvatim gedolim with with punishments. The lakachti eschem li loam, and I shall take you for me as a nation. Okay, so we have vaytesi vhitzati velakachti vgoalti velakachti. I shall take you out. I shall save you. I shall redeem you, and I shall take you. And all you know, back to back to back to back over here. And these are what, what, what are well known, famously known as the four expressions of redemption, the Arbol Hashanah Zagula. And they pop up on the night of Pesach. The Gemara says that um, corresponding to each of the Hashanah Zagula, we have 
a cup of wine on the night of Pesach. The four kaisas. This is for Bet. Four. The fifth. The fifth is for Vevesi. The kaisal lilio. But the four that we drink are for the for the four that we have over here. Hashem talks about redemption. Four different terms. Four different verbs. Each of the verbs we have another kaisal of of of, of yayin. Another lachaim, another kais Yeshua's esa, uveshem Hashem ekra, a cup toasting the the redemption. And the question is, why do we need four lashonos of geula? Why isn't one enough? Why isn't one enough? Why does the rebbeinishal need four different expressions of redemption? Just say, I don't know, anyone, I don't know, vayseisi, just say vitzalti, say vagalti, say vilakafti. I don't know, say anyone. Like we're just waiting to get out of Mitzrayim, right? We've been there for a while. It's rough. We'll take any Lushen of Gula. Why do we need four different ways, four different expressions of redemption? It's a little bit mudna if you think about it, because, you know, by other other Goliaths, other exiles, we don't find four different expressions of, of leaving Bavel, four different expressions of leaving Paras and Madai, four different expressions that took us out of the Gullus of Yavan, by Hanukkah time, Four different expressions of the Gullus of the current Gullus, the Heintaka Gullus of Edom, together with, with Yishmael. Four Gullus. There's four Gullus, yes, and each one has its own has its own redemption. But Mitzrayim has four expressions of redemption. What's the Pshat for? Why do I need four Lashayas Gula? Basic Kasha, right? Basic Pshat Shiloh. So we're going to explore that first, Rabbi Sait, and we're going to explore that based on a Maharal. The Maharal presents a fascinating idea fascinating, beautiful, insightful idea. Something to pack it and take home and share with your family. Parshas Vaira. Share with your family. Maybe even share it with the traveling Hasidim the Shabbos, right? And 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 pack it for for, for, for Pesach also. This is like a like a very versatile vart, this idea. Um, it's useful Parshas Vaira comes in handy Pesach time by the Seder. But let's explore it now. And it's immediately very relevant for this week's parsha. So again, why Why do I need four different Lashayas Gula? So Maral says like this. The four Lashayas Gula and the need for four Lashayas Gula, four expressions of redemption, really harks back to what the experience of Mitzrayim was all about altogether. What was going on in Mitzrayim? And let's take a step back before the Maral. If Hashem needs to tell us about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim in four different ways, if there's four expressions of Gula of Redemption, there's vice dice, there's four things that we need to be redeemed from. Okay, everybody understand? This is the, 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 the question. What the question shows us is that there must be four different elements that we need redemption from. Everybody understand that? That's not so complicated, right? There's four different expressions of redemption. There must be four different things that we need redemption from. Exactly. There's the four different things going on that we need. I need a redemption from this and from this and from this and from this. Says the Maral. The Maral gives us what plugs right into that. The Maral gives it in such beautiful, inimitable style of the Maral, inimitable fashion. Says the Maral, where's the first time in the Torah? Here's a good non-trivial trivia question. Where's the first place in the Torah where you find the, the Gullus of Mitzrayim mentioned? What? Brisbane and Besarim by Avram Avinu. Very good. Excellent. Okay, the Gaelam's on the ball over here. Okay? Gaelam's on the ball. You guys answered that before Moshe Lindenbaum did. Uh, good for you. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. That, that, that's, that's an accomplishment. Okay. So, so, um, um, in, in, um, in, in, in Parshas, in Parshas Lech Lecha, 
So you have the Brisbane of Sarm. Now Hashem foretells to Avram Avinu that there's going to be something called Galus Mitzrayim. There's going to, something going to be the exile of Mitzrayim. And the Rebbeinu tells Avram, he doesn't name which country it's going to be, which entity it's going to be, that's right. But Hashem tells Avram that you should know. Your children are going to be foreigners, strangers, in a land that's not theirs. They're going to have to work over there. They're going to be avadim. And they're going to be afflicted. They're going to suffer for 400 years. Says the Maral, if you analyze this Pasuk very carefully, you see there's three stages to this upcoming Golos. Let's look at it again. Your, your children, your descendants are going to be strangers, foreigners in a land that's not theirs. That's already an element of Golos. Being a foreigner is already suffering. It's already not Geshmak. It's already the first level of Golos Mitzrayim to be a foreigner on foreign turf. A stranger in a strange land. Now, I lived in Eretz Israel for 20 years as a foreigner. You know, my, my Hebrew is decent, is decent, but you're always at a slight disadvantage if you're a foreigner. There's, there's, we have, we have um, Russian, Ukrainian, Belarusian expatriates here in Somerton, that's right, Ramesha. And we're to have them as part of our beautiful family here, beautiful community in Somerton. But, you know, you feel a little bit that element of, of not having home turf advantage? Home field advantage? You're not sure. <coughs> Maybe when you, when you first came here, you did, right? Um, but uh, <coughs> so I, you know, Rabbi, I have to say, you know, I, I, you know, life in Eretz Yisrael. Part of navigating life in Eretz Yisrael successfully means being what? Being prepared to argue with people and chat at people. And I, I discovered a secret the last few years that we are there, and it worked every single time. That when you're in one of these encounters where you have to argue with someone or shatter someone, whether it's at the bank or at the Arnona office or the Misrata Pnim, Ministry of the Interior. Mystery of the Interior is the same thing, right? <laughs> Mysterious place. Um, whether it's with a bus driver, right? You're always going to lose if you're American like I was an American unless you start talking English. And it works every time. Okay, anyone that's going to be spending time in Eretz Yisrael, you want to make sure that when you have to start arguing with people and fighting with people and chatting with people at people over there, start talking in English because then they're, they're going to lapse into English too to show you that they know English, but you're at an advantage now because there, now you made them temporarily because they're struggling to speak English without realizing it. You have the advantage they have at the disadvantage. It, it works every single time, okay? So imagine next time, you know, you're you're there at uh, at what? Well, I don't know. I was gonna tell you here in America, and you have to get to get to an uh, argument with none of us, of course, but uh, whoever it is, the lady at the bank, right? Just start speaking Russian. Okay, if you still remember, you probably doesn't remember. Doesn't remember. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. That's not okay. Anyway, so so. Um, but Lamaisa, okay, but in Eretz you start talking their language, you know, and then Mr. Adpanim, they're speaking rapid fire Hebrew, so you're in America, you speak Hebrew back, you're always at a disadvantage, always at a disadvantage, you're always going to lose. You're going to lose, and sometimes you're going to lose horribly. Especially in um, office. That's right. Uh, but anyway, so that's the first getting back, getting back to Va'iro, okay, getting back to Va'iro. Um, the first level of Gullus Mitzrayim, let's get this clear up, 
is Gary is our Achaberzalam, just the fact that Klaistro is going to be expatriated. They're gonna be foreigners in a land that's not theirs, that's already an element of Golis. That's already the first shlav, the first stage of, of Golis Mitzrayim, is the fact that they're on someone else's turf, working under someone else's rules, someone else's constitution, someone else's laws, someone else's culture, right? The, the, the nuances are different over here. That's the first level. Okay, what's the second level? Va'avadum. Anyone want to see this inside? Yes, good idea, Nochem Simcha. You should see this inside. It's 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 a, we're, we're 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 surgically carving up this pasuk and lech lecha. Um, here, piece by piece, page sixty-eight, sixty-nine, in the big blue book over here, the big blue art scroll chumash, um, and it's pasuk yudgimel verse thirteen, on page sixty-eight, sixty-nine. So the next level of the galus is va'avadum. They're going to be slaves. So not only Kleist is going to come to Mitzrayim, not only they're going to start off as foreigners, they're going to feel like out of sorts, then they're going to have to be slaves, they're going to be avadim, meaning they're not going to be, they're, 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 they're going to be at someone else, under someone else's control. Someone else is bossing them around. They're working for someone else. They're mishubit to someone else. Now in Embed, this isn't necessarily suffering, but he lost his freedom, he lost his autonomy. An evid, an evid is synonymous with suffering if someone is an evid. Is that synonymous with suffering? No. No, lavdafka. But it is synonymous with law, uh, you, you've lost your autonomy. You've lost your freedom. You've lost your um, control over your own life. You're at someone else's beck and will. And, you know, a snap of the fingers, you have to uh, pour the wine, you have to open the door, you have to close the door, you have to make the beds, you have to do whatever. Clean the toilets. That's an evet. That's the second level. So the first level, Gaulus, is they're, they're on foreign turf, foreign soil, and that's not Geshmak. The rules, the culture, everything is different and strange. Now, then, then they become Avodim. The third level is the Inu Aisam, affliction, suffering. Suffering. The third and final level of Shivan Sram is actually, it was very unpleasant. This is backbreaking labor. This is babies, Rachman Alfan, being tossed into the Nile. This is, you know, being the Avodas Perach. Avodas Perach, working daytime and nighttime, getting whipped, getting beaten, that's Inui. And that's the third and final level of Golis Mitzrayim. So again, we have three distinct levels of Golis Mitzrayim. Kleisel first descends into Gerus, call that Gerus, foreigners, Avdus, slavery, and Inui, affliction suffering. Says the Maral, when it's time for HaKadosh Baruch to redeem the Yidin from Mitzrayim, we redeem them in reverse order. They've descended to the lowest level of the worst level of Golis Mitzrayim. That's Inui, suffering. So we redeem them now bit by bit, but reverse. First we take away the Inui, then we can take away the Avdus, then we take away the Gerus. As they, the same way they descended from level 1 to level 2 to level 3, they undescend, which is also the same thing as ascending from level 3 to level 2 to level 1. And let's look back at the Pasuk of Ingeva'eru. And let's see how this Rabbi Yisrael, this is Mamish, the psukim sing, they sing to us. When we hear this maral, we look back at the psukim, the psukim mamash sing this pshat to us. There's four l'shoyin z'gulah, v'yitzayi z'vitavti Why do we need four? It says the maral, the first three, are undoing the three levels of Golis Mitzrayim, shlav by shlav, stage by stage, but from level three and up. What's the first one? V'yitzayi si eschem, Hashem says, I'm going to take you out, mitachas, page 318, 319, mitachas sivlois I'm going to take you out, remove, extricate you from the suffering, the burdens of Egypt. That's the Inui. Right, Saisi? The first Lashon Gulas, the Inui is done. 
I'm going to save you from Avdus. We're taking away the Avdus. We go from Sibylis, that's the Inui, to Avdus. I shall redeem you. What does redeem you mean? Redemption is now a physical geula. That's geula. The goalti is geula. You'll get to walk out the door. There's no more gerus. You're not living on foreign turf anymore. You're not on foreign soil. You're not. You're not on someone else's terms. You're on someone else's culture. You're on someone else's land. The goalti. That's geula. Is actually walking out of of the gerus of Egypt. Nothing could be more gishmak. It's mamish vaytezi vitalti vegoalti is taking away the inoid, the civilized mitzrayim, the the abdos meavoidosam, and the gerus, the vegoalti is taking them away out of the gerus. So, but one second, something's wrong, something's off. Because what's the fourth one? That's right. What's the fourth one? There should be three lishonis gula to get rid of the three levels of the gulas mitzrayim. What's the lokachdi? Says the maral. So far, all we've gotten is we've reduced. We 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 have. Bin Masalik, we have removed cholesterol from the descent into the three levels of Golis Mitzrayim, but we've reached kind of just like a neutral. We've reached a neutral ground. We undid Golis Mitzrayim, but we're left with what? We're left with a nation that's no longer in Mitzrayim, no longer suffering from Golis Mitzrayim. Says the Rebbeinah that's not, that's good, it's not good enough. That's not real. Redemption's not real. Geula, what are we going to do with these people? Now, we took them out of Mitzrayim. We took them out of the Gerus, the Avdus, the Inu, the Inu, the Avdus, and the Gerus. But what, what, what's next? What's next for them? Where's that, where that, where that going? Where are we going with that? The Lakachti Lila'am. The fourth Lashon Geula is what do we do after we reach the neutral ground, after we reach, you know, ground zero, in, so to speak, in terms of uh, we've undone all the damage in Mitzrayim. Very nice. So you have an Ummah that's not in Gullus. You have an Ummah that's not suffering anymore. That's not Gerim anymore. What kind of redemption is that? Teretz is the lakachti lilaam. The whole purpose is for them to be klaisel, to them to be hidden. That's the fourth and final lashon gula. That it's all going towards making them klaisel. Amazing. And that's the fourth and final. And that's the makom patish. After we've undone the suffering of Egypt, the, the three stages of gulas, we have the final stage of gula, which is making them into somebody, making them into someone, justifying what it was all about. That's the lakachti lilaam, and that's the four cups we drink. And Pesach is the toast of the four Lashon Gula. So that's the, the fifth. Amazing. That's that's uh, Lavoy. That's um, excellent question. So Matcha wants to know what about the fifth one? Kaisal Aliyah. That's connected Vehevesi. Vehevesi is about the promises that are yet to come, the Gula that we're yet to see. You might have Mashiach and 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 Haba. That there's Lokati Lilaam. That's Klaisal as a nation, as an entity, from Yitzhak's time until nowadays, 5784. What's going to come? Where all that is going? The 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 final stage, bring the world to its destiny. That's yes, yes, yes. The fifth lashon is is So that's yet to come, and that's why the the standard minute Yisrael is not to drink the fifth kais. We poured. There are minhagim. There are those who say you do drink it. Um, this is the Minhagim Chalukim. And it wasn't talking about yeah, going there. Some, some it wasn't talking about going there to Israel the first time. It's talking about. Right. Lots of love. Yes, lots of love. Okay. But the All right, very nice. So that's, that is the, the Fort Lashai's Gula. That's the Maral. That's the three stages of Gaulus. Let's take that a step, a step further. Let, let's talk about the Makkas. The Makkas are arranged in terms of. There's 10 Makkas, right? How do we know there's 10 Makkas? Because there's, there's a song, a song. Oh, there's a song in there. <laughs> that's right. 
There's a song. That, that was the right answer. That was the right answer. Ten makas, makas ten. The midterm are punished Rabbi Isai. Again, and again. So that's how we all know that there's ten makas. Now, in the Haggadah, we see something interesting. What do we see? What's interesting in the Haggadah? Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda in the Haggadah assigns Simonim, that's what we call Rashi Tevis and Talmudics, to the Makas, the Tzach, Adash, Bachav. He made three groupings of the Tzach, Adash, Bachav, Domtzvar, Dekinim, Arav, Devishkin, Barad, Arve, Chayshech, Techayris. And that pops up in Nagada, as everybody knows, right? Everyone's seen this, we've seen this in Nagada numerous times, numerous times. Yashakayach, Liar, Shabika Bench, thank you, thank you. So, um, a main, okay, no, 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 Brachas parties, everybody say. Um, uh, so, um, w- w- what's the pshat? What's the pshat that Rabbi Yehuda gives simonim, and we have to have these simonim in the Haggadah Shal Pesach? Why do we have to have Rabbi Yehuda Haynezim Bhem simonim? So remember. And and and, and uh, okay, shkayich, shkayich. Lamay gamina, my kamash We could also do that. So Madchas saying, well, so we should remember them. Yeah, that's nice. I don't even think they would put that in your kids' machberets. You know, the notebook. I don't even think that Rebbe would tell your kids that shot. You know, with all due respect, I like you a lot, but, but I think they're not even going to come back with that in the notebook. You know, with the Pesach notebook by the Seder. The wise Rebbe would have some on him because the Makhs is so important, so we have to remember them. That's why Rebbe Huda has uh, okay shkayich shefel levaiter. That's not even going to make it to the notebook. Okay, so so what's 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 the what's the shot? that Rabbi Huda gave the Simonim, and it's so uh, important to us, it's worthy of inclusion in the Seder itself, the Tzachadash Bachav. So all the, the Kadmonim say, the Kadmonim say, that what Rabbi Huda is really doing, is showing us that the Makas break down into three groups. There's three groups. Three groups of Makas. There's the Tzach group, an Adash group, and a Bachav group. And... There's significance to these three groups. They come in triplets. The Makas come in triplets. A Datach triplet, a Dat triplet, and a Bachav triplet. And we can find similar patterns going on through these triplets, through recurring triplets. So there's a lot that can be spoken at over here. In our remaining time, let's just try to squeeze in one or two ideas. Um, one links in directly to what we were just talking about. So let's start with that first. The, 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 the Maral told us that there's... the, the, the Yitzhak Mitzrayim is a process of undoing Gerus Avdus and Inui, Gerus Avdus and Inui. We know the Makas were also Midah punishing the Egyptians for the Golis Mitzrayim. Punishing them for, 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 for um, Golis Mitzrayim. Right? All the, the, the Mepharshim talk about how the Makas, each Makas was, was another aspect of Midah Kenegamidah. Measure for measure, um, Hashem's, Hashem's Mahalach of Midah Kenegamidah. So, uh, Rabbi Shamashim Rafal Hirsch says an idea over here, which ties in beautifully with his Maral, it's kind of along the same lines, that each triplet was punishing, was punishing the Mitzrayim, Mita Kanegamita, for Geras Avdas and Inui, and three times it was Geras Avdas Inui, Geras Avdas Inui, Geras Avdas Inui. Foreigners, slavery, suffering, foreigners, slavery, suffering, foreigners, slavery, suffering, and three times they had to suffer in each of those three areas, and what each of the three groupings of Makas represents is, is, is the Mitzrayim having to be punished in all three areas. How so? So let's explore, speak it out all together. Um, 
Gerus again is when I, I suddenly things are strange, things are unknown, things are unusual, things are are are, are not what I'm used to. I mean, I'm, I'm in different a different environment, a different culture. Things are I feel off kilter. That's what a ger is. So the the suffering of ger. That that suffering is just I'm, I feel off put off kilter. Each of the first of, of the three triplets of the Makkas is about what is familiar and known to the Egyptians suddenly turned upside down. Dam, dam is what is known and familiar. Turning on a tap in the morning and water coming out, going to the Nile and seeing water there, filling up a bath and taking a bath with water biting into an apple and having apple juice there, suddenly that's turned upside down, everything, all the water is turned to blood. The laws of nature have changed. The rules have changed. And I'm clearly I'm not not in the environment that I was used to anymore. The rules don't work the same way they used to work on me. They were they, they, the way they used to work for me. I'm, 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 I'm living in someone else's environment, someone else's rules, by someone else's laws. That's dam. And that is arrive. Suddenly, again, the 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 biosphere of um, biosphere, yeah, yeah. the biosphere of Egypt is upside down. Egypt has their indigenous species, their flora and fauna, and everybody knows what they have in Egypt. I don't know. They have alligators, right? They have crocodiles, also. I don't know. Someone's going to check with you. Not, what? Not, not, not crocodiles. Yeah. They also have alligators. Maybe they have things that look like alligators what for sure. That's right. And so we know they have the ibis. I think they have jackals. Right, they, we know the the, the the animals that they have over there. Sriam is not supposed to have penguins. Sriam is not supposed to have polar bears. Sriam is not supposed to have buffalo. Right? That's right. That's right. And suddenly, Mitzrayim is 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 crawling with with animals and species that are not supposed to be there. That are not indigenous. That's again biter gerus. The Mitzrayim are li- like living on someone else's land, living in someone else's land by someone else's uh, uh, um, someone else's culture, someone else's conditions. And then Barad, which is the, 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 the first of the third triplet, is the same thing. Again, the laws of nature have been turned upside down. Fire and ice coming down together. Asian um, and Mayim are coming down together, raining down, hailing down on the Mitzrayim. Viter, it's like the dam. And the Arayv is, is the uh, Barad, where the laws of nature have been turned upside down. They're Geirim. They're Geirim. Things are suddenly unpredictable, unknown, and, 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 and I don't know, you know, the, the system has changed on me, the environment has changed on me, the laws of nature have changed on me. The Sekamaka in each grouping is punishing them in the area of Avdus, Gerus, Avdus, and Inui. What's an Evid? An Evid is someone who's not free to live as he, as, as he wishes, he's under someone else's control. Not just that, like, the laws of nature have changed, the rules have changed, the culture has changed, but I have, have to obey someone else's wishes and will, I'm at someone else's behest. That's what Nevis. I snap my fingers, you have to listen to me. I call the shots, not you. I call the shots, not you. And you find that in, in the second mark of every triple in, in an amazing way. Svardeya, Svardeya, the, the frogs are dictating the, the uh, conditions right now, right? You want, you, you want to take a nap now. You think you want to take a nap now. The, the frogs are croaking. You want to go to sleep now. The frogs are making noise. You want access to your kitchen. The frogs are in charge of the kitchen. The frogs took over Egypt. The frogs took, took prepare. The frogs are, are, are call, calling the shots right now. Um, then, um, with um, with regards to um, Dever. Dever, Dever, the same thing. So the Mitzrayim think they're in charge of the animals. The animals, through through the mass casualty event over here, the animals, yeah, there's sort of a way of the 
the animals of the Mitzrayim is known for their, you know, their, their horses and their para has 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 uh, lots of livestock and sheep. So the animals now are, so to speak, in their death through their demise or, or, or the, the meringue, maybe the meringue, the plague that, that ravages their stock is calling the shots. They're not calling the shots anymore. And Arba is the same thing, is that the Arba are in charge, not the Mitzrim. The Mitzrim are not in charge of their crops. They're not in charge of the weather. They're not in charge of anything. The Arba are calling the shots. They're living under someone else's terms. Someone else is calling the shots over here. That's Avdos. And finally, Inui, which was the third and the worst stage of Golis Mitzrayim, was the actual suffering, the affliction, the third mak in every group is about actual physical suffering. By the first two, there was no physical suffering. There was no physical suffering. Even Dam, there was no physical suffering. They didn't physically suffer. They were just having to deal with all the water becoming blood. But no, no, they wanted water. Were they, were they all parched? What did they, it was very, they had easy access to water, each and every mitzri. They wanted water, all they had to do was buy it from the from from the from the Yidden, right? In the Aro. Yeah, the Engedi bottled water from 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 the Yidden. So they, there was water aplenty. They just had to pay for it. They had to pay for it because you know the laws of nature again betrayed them, turned upside down on them. They were gerim, but there was no suffering. There's no suffering. As far as they also there wasn't physical suffering. You know, they may have kept up at, at night, but there wasn't there wasn't inui. There wasn't affliction. Also with with um, endeavor, there was no physical suffering. The animals dropped dead. There was wild animals running around, running amok, but they weren't physically suffering. And Bard and Arba as well, grasshoppers and hail, but they weren't physically suffering. The third mak in each group is physical suffering. Kenim, Kenim, lice, they were physically suffering. That's the third mako of the first group. They were physically suffering. Shin is the third mako of the second group. Physical suffering again, Inui. And Chayshach, the third mark of the third group, again, by to physical suffering. They were paralyzed for three days straight. Paralyzed, paralyzed for three days straight. And the first three days, they were, they were um, in the dark, literally. Um, so, very, very Gishmak. Again, the Tzach Adash Bachav is showing us there were three groups of Makas, three sets of Makas, three triplets, and each of them was punished in Geras Avdus Inui, Geras Avdus Inui, Geras Avdus Inui. Throw in one more thing. Why do you have to have Geras Avdus Inui three times? So, there's actually another Maharal. That, that we can conjoin to this one that we'll say this very very quickly the three makas, the three sets of makas broke down into three regions the first set of makas affects as a maral there's subterranean everything that's beneath our feet everything that's on on the uh, above the land there's below the land above the land and in the heavens the first set of makas is gears after seen below below our feet that's the nile that's the dust that's the dirt the second set of gears after Inui, that's adash is above the land, that's Aurav, Dever, and Shechin. Man and animals are suffering now. And the third level of Makas, the third level of Geras Avazinoit is coming from the sky, Bard, Arben, Chayshech, the hail, the locusts, and the Chayshech, there's Parah has to suffer, Mitzrayim has to suffer on all three fronts, all three areas. And thank you all for joining. And and Avrami has a question over there. And we'll take the question up. Because as long as they went inside, they were safe. They didn't have to suffer. The same way by Dam. Excellent question. I probably want to know why wasn't there Inuit by Bard? There's the same way by Dam. They didn't have to be Thursday. They wanted water. They could pay for it. By Bard as well. They, they want to be safe. All they had to do, do was go inside and they were safe from the Bard.